Do you have goals for your life? Do you want to grow in God? Join me as we deep dive into real and relevant strategies that ignite you to seek God and slay goals. Hey y'all, get ready for discussion about life, business, relationships, and more, all from a biblical perspective. And I'm your host, Felicia L. Henry. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am delighted. I always say I'm excited, but I'll I'll use a different word today. I'm delighted to be here with you guys for another episode. We have another amazing guest. Our guest today is Miss Lindsay A. Walker. She is a believer, business owner, PR expert, and she has an amazing story of survival and thriving and we're going to get into all of that today so I'm not even going to talk a lot now let's just go ahead and hop right into this interview welcome Lindsay to the podcast how are you I am good I'm excited about being here thank you so much um, for this opportunity absolutely so in your own words tell us who is Lindsay A. Walker Wow. Lindsay A. Walker is a thriver. Um, I am a person that loves God. I love to pray. I love to, you know, just connect with people. Um, I am a leader. I'm a daughter. I'm so many things. Um, and I'm, I'm also just extremely, extremely ambitious and driven. And I truly have a heart for, you know, people and, and honestly, entrepreneurship. Mm, and one thing you just said that I want to ask you about, you said, I love to pray. And, you know, a lot of times we love God, you know, we love his blessings and all that great stuff, but we don't always like to pray and communicate. So how did you get to that place where you actually enjoy praying? Um, you know, I, I recently just thought about that the other day. And I realized like, it was kind of one of those things like, you know, you train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they don't depart from it. Um, I grew up in a missionary Baptist church. So every Saturday I was with my grandmother at the prayer meetings. And like, that is really, really where my foundation of praying uh, came from. Like, and over the years, I am an only child. So like, I grew up, you know, by myself, spending a lot of that time with my cousins. But of course, you know, like during the week I was by myself. So I just learned to talk to God and pray to God and and really, really go to him for everything and with everything. Absolutely love that. Um, now let's talk a little bit about your career. We know you're in uh, PR, which is public relations. So what actually got you into this field and why did you actually decide to start your own business? Yeah, so um, in high school, I had the opportunity to participate in a minority journalism workshop program. It was like six weeks, eight weeks, something like that. And uh, I always knew that I was gonna be in communications because 
I love to, like I said earlier, I love to connect with people. I loved reading. I loved writing. I actually thought that I was going to be a journalist. And it just so happened, I just finished reading this fictional book. And for the life of me, I can never remember the name of it. But um, the character was like a publicist. She was an account executive at a firm. She went around um, traveling and did all of the things. And when I got the opportunity to be in the program, we had a choice to choose journalism or publicity. And because I just got done reading that book, I was like, well, let me see what they do. And I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, we had to do, you know, press releases and put together conferences. And I really learned the fundamentals um, my senior year in high school. And so I went on to college and I majored in it. And I um, really, really just kind of fell in love even more with the industry. I did a ton of internships when I graduated um, from Jackson State University. I graduated top of my class and I couldn't find a job in my field. So after about three months of applying and looking and all the things, I just was like, you know what? I had too much passion and too much love for the industry for me to just go work and, and not do anything like what I wanted to do or what I worked hard for. So I really um, just decided to take a leap of faith and start my own company. I started off, I got my first couple of clients from Twitter and uh, LinkedIn and I became a freelancer and then I got my LLC and, uh, you know, the rest is kind of just history. Wow. So you started right after college? Yes. Wow. So that's the first time I've actually heard someone's story and, and they started so early. I, that's amazing. Now, can you really high level briefly tell us what public relations actually is? I think we hear the term a lot. We hear PR, but some people might not actually know what it actually is. So can you explain it a little bit? Yeah, so public relations basically is like a strategic process um, where you're cultivating a relationship between the journalist and the brand so that you can get the brand's reputation um, in front of their target audience and get them that recognition. Mm, okay, so I hope that's helpful to everybody who's listening, because I know we hear public relations, marketing, all these different terms. So hopefully that clarifies um, now, when it came to you starting your business and even continuing on um, just running your business, what role did Faith play in all of that? Oh, my gosh. Faith played such and still today plays such a huge role. I always tell everyone that I honestly don't believe that I would have the relationship with God that I have if it was not for me being an entrepreneur, because when you work a nine to five, you know when your check's coming, you know where the money's coming from. And when you're building as an entrepreneur, you have to figure it out. And so, you know, I wouldn't be here if it were not for my faith in God and me really, really just learning to lean on him and trust in him throughout the process of, you know, me building my business. Mm, I definitely relate to that because some days I'm like, how did, how did I even make it this long? And my relationship with God definitely was strengthened through this whole entrepreneurial journey, because like you said, you you have to figure it out. You don't know what's next and you really have to trust, OK, this is what God has has told you to do. This is what you're passionate about. And you just have to keep going, even when things don't look the way you think they should or things might not be panning out the way you want them to. Just having that faith is so essential in um, just 
surviving entrepreneurship. So I definitely identify with that. Um, now, even talking about faith, um, I think we're going to segue a little bit. So some people might know, some people might not know if they're new to you, but at the age of 27, you were diagnosed with stage four cancer. So what was it like for you as a young black woman hearing that diagnosis? Um, in the beginning, I like it wasn't clicking. It wasn't registering to me. And it probably wasn't until I got like my first chemotherapy treatment that it hit me that like that was the diagnosis. And of course, like I just, I cried. Um, that was a time in my life where I really had to lean on God and like ask him like, hey, if this is something that you're gonna have me to go through, I need you to like take me by the hand and don't let me be scarred from this. Don't let me, you know, be by myself and it's like walk with me through the fire. And he, he did that. Um, but having that diagnosis and the realization of what was going on really, really was shocking to me. And it really caused me to look at, you know, what I was doing in my life outside of working and paying more attention to how I was treating myself and how I was allowing other people to treat me and what that really, really looked like. Um, so, you know, it was definitely not a, a great moment um, in my life, but the outcome of it, I've been able to see the glory of God. And so for that, I'm grateful. Yeah. And you touched on it a little bit, your relationship with God, but I can imagine hearing something like that. You have a lot of questions or um, there's a lot of unknown that comes along with it. So what was the journey actually like for you in, in fighting this diagnosis? You know, how long did you have to go through it? And, you know, did your relationship with God get stronger? Did it stay intact? Or, you know, was there a little bit of wavering in your faith? What did that look like? Um, my relationship with God definitely got stronger during the process. I spent a lot of time reflecting. I spent a lot of time journaling. I spent a lot of time uh, in prayer. And I just really, really got to know God, like for myself, as a healer, for myself, as a father who answers prayers. Um, and I was never angry with God. I just didn't understand why. And because I didn't understand why, like I was hurt. Um, and I had to go through six months of chemotherapy. I lost my hair. Um, I, you know, had moments where I wasn't eating. I had moments where I was just tired and frustrated and like, I didn't want to do chemo anymore. Um, but you know, God would always send people to encourage me um, during that time. And so, you know, my faith definitely got stronger during that process. That's, that's definitely um, encouraging to hear because I know sometimes we go through certain things and for some, it might be, you know, why am I going through this? You know, even though you didn't understand your relationship still got stronger, but sometimes um, people go through things in their relationship with um, with God, it kind of gets distanced because there may be anger or 
um, a lack of understanding about why they have to go through a certain thing. So, you know, glad to hear that your relationship was strengthened throughout the process. Um, and so I'm glad to say, for those who don't know the story, that Lindsay beat cancer and she is a survivor. It's her praise break. So tell us ultimately, um, how did you make it and thrive it, quote unquote, through the storm? And tell us about your book as you tell us about how you did that. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I really, really had beautiful people around me during the time. Um, I made sure that I only had positive people around me, people that could pray for me, people that could, you know, laugh with me, people that could really, really um, spend time speaking life into me. And, you know, um, I just knew that if God brought it to me, he would bring me through it. And so my faith really, really, really just, I, I knew that I had to keep going. I had to keep pushing. I had to see what the the outcome of it would be. Um, and God is extremely faithful, um, you know, during, he's just faithful, but he was extremely faithful uh, during that time as well. And I just really kind of saw his hand over my life. Like he blessed me enough to just really, really, I had a great oncology team that was, you know, positive about the outcome. I had a great family and support system. And so that really helped me to thrive. And I realized like I needed to show myself grace and I needed to be gentle with myself. And I really, really needed to take time out for myself. Like that was one of the most important things that I learned is that like as entrepreneurs, we have to take care of ourselves. We have to make sure that we're okay. We have to make make sure that spiritually, emotionally, and mentally, like we're okay first because anyone can do your job, right? Mm -hmm. If something was to happen to you tomorrow, God forbid, someone else would come along and they would do your job, but no one can be who you are on this earth. And we have to make sure that we are constantly putting ourselves in a position to be here and to be healthy and to be okay and to do the things that God is calling us to do. And so, um, you know, my journey, like I realized that God had allowed me to thrive. And so um, one of my good friends, her name is Chanel E. Martin, um, she actually became my publisher for my book, Thriving Through the Storm with her company, Beyond the Book Media. And um, she actually encouraged me to write the book. And I was like, you know, no, I don't want to write this. Like I, I didn't see where people would get anything out of my, my story. Um, but I sat down, I wrote the book out in 21 days. It's a guide. It's a conversational piece. Um, I take you through the journey of like what my life was like before the diagnosis, what it was like during, and then what it had become at that time. At the time that the book came out was around, well, I wrote it um, in, in 2019 and I had just gotten done with treatment um, at the end of December, 2018. And so it takes you through a little bit of like what my life was like after. And um, it's really, really a great, great read. Um, if I do say so myself, it has questions so that you can reflect on, you know, like where you are in your own journey in your own life um, as it relates to different things. So. Awesome. And now is the book available on Amazon or is it on your website? Tell us how we can get the book. Yes, you can go on Amazon.com, type in Thriving Through the Storm, Lindsay A. Walker or Lindsay Walker, and it will pop up. You can also go to thrivingthroughthestorm.com to purchase it on my website. 
Great. And we will definitely link um, all of that in our show notes so you all can read the book, hear the story. But for somebody who is literally in the middle of a storm right now, um, what would you say to them? What encouraging words would you have for them? Number one, give it all to God, like give everything to God. Like one thing that I know for sure is that he cares about your heart. He cares about the things that are plaguing you, the things that are holding you back. He cares about all of those things. So give it all to God, all of your anger, all of your hurt, all of your frustration. Number two, you have to learn to trust the process. You have to learn how to take things day by day. You're not going to solve anything that you're currently going through overnight, right? There's something that you're supposed to learn. There's something that you're supposed to glean from in this moment. So trust the process, take it day by day. And number three, you know, surround yourself with people that can speak life into you and the situation, even though they themselves may not know the full outcome. But you have to get around some people that are going to be able to lift you up, get around some people that are going to be able to strengthen you um, and, and, you know, really, really encourage you in your faith walk and in your journey. I think that's so good, especially the part about, you know, getting good people around you that can support you and encourage you and speak life into you. Um, I think, I won't say a lot of times, but I, I see a lot how people don't want to rely on community and rely on support um, because of, you know, maybe trust issues or whatever the case may be. They feel like they have to do everything on their own. Or even for women, there's this, you know, whole super, superwoman sy- syndrome thing where they, they need to do everything themselves and tackle everything themselves. Um, But for you, how important was it? Like, talk a little bit more about how important it was to have that community of support to help you get through um, your storm. Yeah, it was extremely important. Like, I would have people that would, you know, of course, text me to check on me, call me. I had a friend that would do a prayer call, she and her family, and they would, you know, get on the phone with me and pray with me. So it was extremely important. Um, And I had a really good friend who would make sure, you know, that we went out, that we did things that I was like in the best of spirits, because I, I tried to keep a level of normalcy when I was going through my diagnosis and when I was going through chemotherapy, um, when I felt up to it, I wanted to live my life as normal as possible. And so that was important to me. And it, you know, it would have been impossible for me to do it without community. Um, It was just super, super key. Like I can't stress that enough. Having good people around you um, it's definitely key. You don't have to have a cancer diagnosis. It could be anything that you're going through, but you got to have people that can speak life into where you are. That's good. And even if you don't have, or you feel like you don't have those people around you now, there's so many people in this world. And I've met so many good people, even just through social media. So mm-hmm. I would say just like, if you look they're out there, you, you will find them. So be encouraged in that. Um, I do want to circle back a little bit, kind of to the beginning of the story, the diagnosis. Um, One of the things that um, is kind of important to talk about is, you know, the detection and and how women can, uh, you know, do the early diagnosis. So for you, how did you even, you know, what was it like 
for you to leading up to hearing that diagnosis? You know, were you having some type of issues? Did you feel like something was off or what did it take you totally by surprise? And do you have any advice for, um, you know, just early detection and taking care of yourself? Um, in terms of the advice, definitely, you know, make sure that you're paying attention to your body, make sure that you're resting, make sure that you are paying attention to what you're eating um, and that you are just really, really intentional about exercising and taking care of your body. Those are things that I was not doing at the time. Um, but in terms of like early detection for me, um, because of the type of diagnosis that I had with Hodgkin's lymphoma, there wasn't really any type of early detection. Um, by the time we realized what was going on, you know, I was having high fevers. Um, I was, you know, I had night sweats, but I didn't really know like what they were. I just thought it was because I was extremely hot. So for me, um, because I was already at, you know, stage four at the time, I didn't really, there weren't really any signs. Um, or if they were, they, they weren't really noticeable um, for me. So, you know, I would just say, if you feel like something's off, make sure that you're going to the doctor, make sure that you're taking care of yourself, make sure that you are, you know, regularly um, getting checkups and doing things of that nature with your, you know, primary care physician and all of that. Awesome. Awesome. Now you mentioned that um, we should trust the process, you know, for somebody that's going through the storm. So, you know, you've beat, you're a survivor, you beat cancer. What, what did you learn throughout the journey and what is life like for you now on the other side of the storm? Yeah. Um, so I really, really just learned that thriving is a choice. Like we have a choice every single day that we wake up how we're going to approach a situation. It's not about what happens to you, but it's about how you choose to go through it and how you choose to respond to it. And for me, I just knew that if I was going to live, if I was going to beat the diagnosis and I had to keep my mindset stayed on the fact that, you know, number one, God has me. And number two, I had things to live for. I had things to, to fight for. I had things to birth. Um, and so that was really, really important in trusting the process and just understanding also that sometimes you're going to go through some uncomfortableness. You're going to go through some things that really, really um, don't feel good at the time, but they help to build character um, and you become a better person at the end of it. Um, sometimes we think that, you know, walking out our purpose is just you know, a pain-free type of thing. And sometimes walking in purpose requires that we go through things that are challenging and that we go through things that are painful. Um, and so, you know, that's just a part of, of the life, uh, the, the life journey and long suffering that we sometimes have to face, especially as believers. And so, you know, that too is a part of trusting the process. And now I realize that like, God has just blessed me tremendously to be on the other side. So I am so grateful to be able to share my story anytime and any chance that I get. Um, I also now know to go to him um, way more than I did before and to just say, hey, God, this is what I'm feeling. This is how I am. Because a lot of times we can get in, you know, oh, I can't tell God this or I can't tell God that or I can't go to him in this way. And it's like, no, like when you're going through a storm, you get to God how you get to God. Meaning like if you're crying, like God doesn't want you to wipe your tears and then come to him, 
you know, when you're together. He wants the broken pieces. He wants the, the pieces that don't feel good to you so that he can then take them um, and do what he needs to do with them. Mm, that's so good. You know, I think a lot of times we do try to quote unquote fix ourselves up or get it together before we go to God and it's like no that's what he's there for he's our father and he literally is waiting for us with open arms so that he can take care of us so he can wipe our tears or whatever it is that we're going through so I love that you said that and thriving is a choice that is a gem y'all need to write that down put it on your mirror something thriving is a choice I absolutely love that and so now you are thriving you're still operating your business tell us what's going on with that um you know what's happening in the business and then if you have any upcoming events how can people connect with you yes I'm definitely um excited we are getting ready to prepare for the launch of uh, my program. It's a 12-week accelerator called Position to Pivot, where I work with creatives and small business owners to help them get publicity for their products and services using the framework that I personally use when I'm working with my clients one-on-one. Um, so we're definitely going to be uh, going live. Like we have a four-week series that we're doing on Instagram and on Facebook. So definitely make sure that you guys follow me on Instagram. I'm at Lindsay, Wa- Lindsay A. Walker. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-A-W-A-L-K-E-R. Um, super, super excited about that. And then we're just consistently like working to get our clients publicity and to activate a lot of their campaigns. So we have some really great things coming up overall. So make sure that you follow. Um, And I'm also on Clubhouse as well. So make sure that you follow me there. Um, I'm one of the moderators inside of a clubhouse called Kingdom Business Network. Uh, We do a room called Prophetic Planning for Your Day, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can always catch me on Clubhouse during those times. And then I pop in and do my own rooms as well. Awesome. So you guys make sure you get connected. If you need to learn about publicity, how to do it for yourself, if you're a business owner, get in this program. Um, And we'll definitely, again, link everything in the show notes so you all can connect with Lindsay. I hope that you all have been encouraged um, just by hearing Lindsay's story Um, and know that you can, first of all, survive the storm and then actually thrive through it as well. Make sure you get her book um, so you can read more about her story. But Lindsay, thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing your story with us. It has been such a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to the Seek God Slay Goals podcast. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Seek God Slay Goals.